Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hour number two of our broadcast. Before we uh, go into an element for Faith Focus Friday, I want to touch on a couple of things. First, on the text line, this texture would like to know, how are anti-Americans able to run for office? You know what it depends on? An informed electorate. That's our problem. We've got a profoundly ignorant electorate. I will give an example in a bit. Hakeem Jeffries has the personality and intellect of a mushroom. Jim out of Easley. This person referred to him, referring to him as another Herschel Walker. How can a guy supposedly on the edge of dementia manage an empire like what you are suggesting? Ben Stephen, Indian Trail, the Republicans aren't smart enough to make anything stick to the Bidens. Meanwhile, the Democrats are sneaky enough to make sure nothing sticks. They are perpetual Teflon. It should be pretty obvious by now. Most of the people running our country and people in positions of power have decided they can gain more money and power for themselves by selling us out rather than representing our interests. Boy, is that the truth. Vince, there are 17-year-old, 17-year mall cops who know more about security than Mayorkas does. He's a joke. And does this surprise you at all? Do you think people were in these positions to secure the border? Of course not. You know who they work for. Vince, I'm afraid the Democrats know enough on top Republicans to prevent getting indictments on the Bidens. Stave out of Rock Hill. And this texture, boy, this is a tough question. What if many Americans are anti-American? You know, you've gotten to the core of the problem. That's the core of the problem. The millions of people in this country who are not only not in favor of America and Americanism, they're hostile to American ideals. I got really dragged into something. I usually try to avoid these, but I ended up engaging this young man on social media the other day. Oh my gosh. This was heartbreaking. It really was. I, I am encouraged that the conversation continued. At least it did for a while. This person was quite alarmed that I, as a black man, am a Republican. <laughs> I just want to give you a sample of some of the things that this young man said. I share this. I, I, the whole point of this is I'm not making fun of this young man. I, as I share it with you, I'm sharing this to shed light on what we're up against, ladies and gentlemen. This is the next generation of voters. How old is this? I think this young man's like 25. This 
is the kind of young man we better reach. The country depends on us, reaching people like this with the truth. And you'll understand when I share just a few items from the text. First, he was quite surprised I'm a Republican. You're a black guy and a Republican? That just doesn't make sense in my head. I must be too blonde to understand. You know you support a side that hates black people, right? You can imagine all kinds of things that were in my head as to how to respond to this. There's more. I will never support a side that wants to control people with religion, that says I'm a devil for being gay, that hates black people. You don't know what I've seen and heard, or the people I've lost because they were thrown out of this country as criminals, apparently illegal immigrants. Yes, there are exceptions, just like everything else, but the vast majority are terrible, lying, hateful, and hypocritical. That's enough to want these people away from me. You hear the hostility? This is what our mainstream news media, social media, and our education system are producing. Let's be very clear about that. Where, where do all of these lies come from? Where do they come from? This kid certainly has not done his own research. This is not where he would land. Why should I want to support a group that hates me? Um, what else is here? I think that's pretty much the heart of things. I share this to, again, remind you. We have a lot of work to do, a whole lot of work to do in reaching this younger generation. And I think one of the things that we have to communicate, and this is where those of us who claim to be Christian really have to have to lead the way in loving people we disagree with not demonizing people loving people now there's a certain language that i reserve for people in leadership that i generally do not use for regular rank and file democrats i don't i will use some of that same language for activists This texture, I think, is on to something. We don't have an ignorant electorate. We have a maleducated electorate via the mainstream media and public education system. That's why so many are hostile to American ideas. To the extent you can see neighborhoods deteriorate around you and your country descending into the abyss, still vote for more of it. Looks like Florida is now the new world. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. Kind of an oasis, isn't it? It's an interesting, what I've just shared is kind of a preamble for what I want to go to in talking about the assault on Christianity and Christian values like marriage. 
Have you heard about what's going on with Candace Cameron Bure? She has really taken a hit on social media because of her support of traditional marriage. And one of the things I appreciate about Ms. Bure is her heart. It's really not about her, but she's heartbroken. Here's what's going on here. The great American family star said in a statement, people of all ethnicities and identities have and will continue to contribute to the network, both in front of and behind the camera. She's talking about a network that is promoting family values. She received a backlash to her comments about featuring traditional marriage stories on the Great American Family Network. You may remember her from Full House. She's the chief creative officer for the Great American Family Network. And she addressed this controversy in a statement to people. We're going to talk about this, and I love what she says. This is instructive for all of us, and it ties in with what I share with you about my interaction over social media. That much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program as part of Faith Focus Friday. I started talking about Candace Cameron Bure, who's speaking out. She's received a lot of flack for comments about traditional marriage stories on the Great American Family Network. I want to read the quote from her. I, I love it. I love it because it communicates where we need to be. All of you who know me, know beyond question, I have great love and affection for all people. It absolutely breaks my heart that anyone would ever think I intentionally would want to offend and hurt anyone. 
It saddens me the media is often seeking to divide us, even around a subject as comforting and merry as Christmas movies. But given the toxic climate in our culture right now, I shouldn't be surprised. We need Christmas more than ever. I am a devoted Christian, which means I believe every human being bears the image of God because of that. I'm called to love all people, and I do. If you know me, you know that I am a person who loves fiercely and indiscriminately. My heart yearns to build bridges and bring people one step closer to God, to love others well, and to simply be a reflection of God's huge love for all of us. Who can object to this? Who? Traditional marriage. That's now controversial. Now, one of my problems with the alphabet mafia, and I remind you, I'm very much a libertarian. Live and let live. That's how I approach things. But I really think that especially those who are the activists in the alphabet mafia, are not willing to let others live. There's a desire to force an agenda everywhere. I just have a question. If you had a gay channel, those of you who are into the radical alphabet mafia, if there were a gay channel, would they be interested in Christian programming? Heterosexual? Families? I'm just curious. I think there, in our world now, there's plenty of room for all of these specialty channels that do what they do, like BET, Black Entertainment, television. I have no problem with that. It's niche programming. A family network doing family programming, traditional family programming. If somebody wants to do a 24-7 gay channel, go for it. For the idea that somehow somebody is hateful for promoting traditional marriage, it's really illogical. It's nonsensical. And frankly, it's bigoted. That's the one thing that I tried to, and it was very difficult, because I was trying as possible, as much as possible as I engaged in this social media conversation, not to say which, what I was really thinking. If I were talking with this young man in person, I would tell him, you're a bigot. You are a bigot, and you're hateful. A lot of people simply do not realize that in their reaction to what has happened to them, very often, they become what they are allegedly rejecting. They think people have hated them. They become haters. This is where the challenge is for us, who name the name of Christ, to make sure love undergirds everything we do. Love. I oppose certain things, but I still love you. That's got to be the message, and that needs to transcend every position we take. Everyone.
And when someone is out of sync with that, we've got to be very careful who we associate ourselves with. And we make sure we draw a line between our commitment to the kingdom of God and our commitment to people. Make sure that that is recognized as being loose. We are not joined at the hip with the Republican Party. Or really any candidate for that matter. Doesn't mean we can't support things and support people and organizations. But let's, let's make sure that the thing that shines through more than anything else is our love. More than anything else. This texture says, Vince, you know, if someone tried to start a white entertainment channel, it would be called racist before it ever got started. Oh, I sure it will. I don't doubt it. Vince, you ought to direct that young man to Brandon Straka, Republican gay man. I've heard of him. Not familiar, but I've seen If you can have one channel focused on one lifestyle, like, say, Logo, is that the name of it? Why not a different perspective network asking for tolerance while not giving it? Exactly. This is what happens. 25 years old, I can't discuss a differing opinion with a lot of 55-year-olds. I'm simply trying to explain that you don't vote because someone says they support you. But if their track record supports you. Thanks to the media, including smartphone messaging, social websites, black people are more ignorant than ever and closed minded with no will to learn. It's not just black folks, there are a lot of folks out there. And what they do is they continue to listen to the people and the things around them that they're familiar with, that are comfortable. It seems more and more people that hold the true Christian faith are being shunned or persecuted. Almost sounds like what Jesus said would happen before his return. Praying for Candace Cameron Buer. Hope she stays strong, and I'm sure she will, Jeff. I'm absolutely sure of that. Vince, you say the media and school systems are producing these children's viewpoints. I also believe it's the parents. Probably started back in the 60s with hippies and Woodstock and has steamrolled since then. So the baby boomers in my generation are now helping produce their kids and their anti-religion, anti-U.S., anti-family. The adults also need help. Thanks, Vince. Boy, that text is right on the money. You're right. This has happened in stages, hasn't it? The baby boomer generation helped set the stage for this, the permissiveness. Absolutely did. No, Vince, this guy wasn't let down by the news media, social media, etc. He was let down by his parents. Another person putting that perspective out there. Things to talk about and reflect on. Vince, I'm tired of wasting my time in these ignorant people. I have enough on my own plate. I get it. But I'll tell you what, somebody better make time. Somebody better do it. This is going to be the next generation that's going to take over. We can help prepare them, or we can just give up. I refuse to give up. I've got children, and one day grandchildren, I'm sure. Stay with us.
Items here on the text line before we go to some of your calls. This person saying the Logo Network focuses on LGBT was launched back in 2005. Okay. The movie with the gay couple will be like any other Christmas movie on the Hallmark Channel. Terrible! (laughs) All these Hallmark movies. I'm serious. That's a form of torture for me. To make me sit down and watch these sappy stories. I love this one. I'll be 25 next month. Am I allowed to apologize for my generation? My dad sent me the numbers, the breakdown by generation of voting tendencies. It is embarrassing. My goodness. I hope people like you will succeed in reaching some of the people your age. That's what I hope. That would be absolutely wonderful. I'm believing that for you. No pressure. Just believing that for you. Let's try to take a couple of quick calls before we move on here. Let's go to the sprawling metropolis of York and Ed. Good morning, Ed. Thanks, Vince. Um, I believe in God. I believe in the Bible. And I was shocked to hear a couple days ago that in this meeting they had in Egypt about global warming and environment, we have to go green. To start kick it off. They had someone climb up Mount Sinai and smash duplicate tablets of the Ten Commandments. And in the meeting, they said, we have to destroy the Ten Commandments and replace it with ten new ones that we will give to save the environment. I was totally stunned. And then I did some research on the Ten Commandments, and I find out it's the soul of May all the major religions, including Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Islam. So, and that's what's going on in this country right now, I think, by one of the parties, is trying to destroy the faith in God, in Jesus Christ, and whoever, is, whatever religion you belong to. And I'm absolutely stunned. Yeah, it's um, it's it's really an anti-religion agenda. That's what it comes down to. And, and the goal is to replace religion with state. Government is the replacement. That's what has to be understood here. Government is the new God. Don't ever forget that. I want to make sure I have this correct. I believe it's Sherry in Charlotte. Good morning. Welcome. Morning, how are you? And amen and pass the collection plate. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, getting back, getting back to these uh, investigations events. Uh, I don't believe that most of the independents, and I'm more independent than anything. I, I'm not dedicated to any one party at all. Uh, I don't believe we need to be doing a lot of investigations. I think we need to be helping the people out here that have needs and, you know, for example, kids going to college, wondering where, when they come out of college, will they be able to afford a house? All those things are so important to people who, the new people that are voting now, are mostly concerned about those things. They don't really care. They don't even really care about Trump's business dealings and how we went all out to try to dig into his, uh, you know, that's for the IRS to deal with. Uh, I don't think people (laughs) want to sit down and watch that all day long. The people that really care about 
their families care about uh, all these investigations. You know, I think the only one that really touched them, maybe it was January 6th because of the fact that it affected them directly and whether they would be able to vote or whether they would be able to pick their leader. And they wanted to know what actually happened when you go to a capital and destroy the capital. I think that was important. But all these other business dealings, and we could look at Jared Kushner and how he got all that money from Saudi Arabia. We could look at we could look at anybody. And Jim Jordan, for example, we could go and investigate what happened at the college he was at. You know, so why are we wasting time? And I think, like you said, it's a lot of grandstanding and people trying to make a name, sell books get money for themselves. We don't really care about all of that. What we care about is how are we going to feed our families? Mm-hmm. Will our children be able to afford a college education? Will we stand up for the Bible? All those things, that's all we care about. We don't care about if you cheated on your taxes. Let the IRS deal with that. You see what I'm saying, Vince? I hear you. <laughs> I, I, uh, I hope the right people are listening to what you're saying right now because uh, you're the kind of person that we need to make sure is aligned with the whatever candidate is put forth in 2024, uh, and not just one candidate, but series of candidates. And we've got to be focused on your concerns. That's what we're here for, to serve you. That's the goal, right? It's not right. for for us to serve ourselves our own agenda. So very much enjoy Thank hearing you. from you. Do call again. Absolutely okay. <laughs> enjoy the conversation. I, I'm serious. I sure hope that kind of counsel is heated and that time and energy is not wasted. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is a surprising text. Me and all my older men friends will have conversations about all the Hallmark movies and which of their actresses is our favorite. We watch them all. Really? Uh-huh. I thought you'd find this conversation interesting. I am a UPS package driver. Had a person stop me this morning that hauls and disposed of waste for a living. Tell me he'd trade jobs with me. I told him our jobs aren't that much different. I'm delivering today what you'll dispose of tomorrow. Wow. That is very, very insightful, isn't it? I cannot believe how quickly the time has zipped by today. Because there were other things I was hoping to go into. We will address in the coming week what's going on at Twitter. Boy, that is turning into quite a mess. (laughs) Plenty of other things, I'm sure, will develop by that time. Right here, we'll talk about it. Stay with us. And here we are, the final stretch, the Vince Coakley radio program on this Friday. Over on the text line, we have this. Vince, no offense. I do want to see trials and convictions of politicians. They need to know they are not above the law. Hmm. 
very interesting here. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. Chris, back with us. How are you doing today, Chris? Real good, thanks. All set for the weekend? Uh, what weekend? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I know exactly what you were saying. We have a total of eight questions for you. Uh, this list isn't bad at all. And uh, I think you'll get most of these very easily. We begin in 1307 with this person who allegedly shot an arrow through an apple on his son's head. Who did that? There was a time when I knew, and now, <laughs> the, but that time has passed. <laughs> it's bring no it, problem. bring it back to life for it's me. William Tell is the Very name. Good. William Tell. It gets easier. Don't worry. Beginning in eighteen sixty-three. Oh yes, it does. You'll like this one. Um, this person delivered a special and brief address. In Gettysburg, who is this person who traveled to Gettysburg? It was uh, Abraham Lincoln. 1863. You're absolutely correct. I did not realize that this is how this came about. But the railroads created these across the continent. Very, very important for us to understand why. Our uh, let's just say our clocks are not the same in California and New York and St. Louis and Indianapolis. What did the railroads create? Time zones. They created the four times. Did you know that, Chris? Before? Yeah. That I I heard that I think years ago and forgot. Uh, so it's kind of intriguing. Nineteen twenty-eight. This mouse appeared in a cartoon cartoon called Steamboat Willie. Who was this mouse? It was Mickey Mouse. Mickey, 1928 for sure. Uh, a musical question from 1956, which we will come back to. 1966, a little bit of a religious question. This religious group no longer have to abstain from eating meat on Fridays. I remember when they had to do this. Catholics. What? Catholics, Roman Catholics, you're right. Linus Pauling said, large doses of this will keep the common cold at bay. What would suppose Vitamin do C? Vitamin C. You're a genius. I told you you'll get most of these. 1978. Boy, this is a haunting memory from my childhood. Because I was 13 years old. I remember seeing this unfold here just weeks before Christmas. This man led his people's temple followers to a mass suicide. This is where we get the expression, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Jamestown. And, Jonestown. Jonestown. And what was the guy's name? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. He was the leader of this madness. Interesting fellow. 19... Oh, my gosh. That is a bizarre story. 1978. Have you heard the audio from that? I have. Oh, my gosh. It's chilling, it's, isn't that, it? That's It's worse than any horror movie. Oh, it is. It is absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. We do end on a positive note with a musical question for you. All right. This musician debuted this song on The Ed Sullivan Show. See if you can name the artist and the song. If I'm able to play it here, 
for some reason, it is not loaded. But here we go. The first few words will lead to it. Oh, that's a uh, Blueberry Hill. That's Fast Domino. <laughs> You're a genius. This is classic stuff. That is such a cool song. It just... It's just amazing to think of the history that was made. Uh, what a famous song. Uh, all it took was an appearance on a television show, and it's off to the races with that hit song. Before we end the broadcast, how about finding something valuable? <laughs> this is just crazy. 1970s sandals worn by Steve Jobs. They were auctioned off. Do you want to take a wild guess as to what somebody paid for these sandals, Chris? This is just insane. Uh, what material were they made of? Uh, there's nothing really special well, about that these. Could, that could influence yeah, the, the, the price. Yeah, to my knowledge. Were they nice sandals? Uh, they look pretty ratty to me, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, 350 350 uh, No, $300, $3.50. Ah, you're so silly. For a pair of sandals? Get a load of that. You're going to die when you hear this. They were auctioned off for $218,000. Oh, Lord, that's what killed them. The California house where Steve Jobs co-founded Apple, a historical site. Now the sandals he wore while pacing its floors have been sold for $218,000. The well-used brown suede Birkenstocks. Dating to the mid-70s, set a record for the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals. That a sick guy was walking around on his oh. feet for... The cork and jute footbed retains the imprint of Steve Jobs' feet, which had been shaped after years of use. The sandals expected to bring in 60000 but the final sale price with an accompanying NFT, $218,750. The buyer was not named. Uh, as you know... Um, Jobs co-founded Apple 1976 at his parents' house, Los Altos, California, and now it's historic landmark that Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.